And welcome to The Light of the Lioness Show. I am your host, Felicia, aka The Lioness, and I am so excited that you have joined me on today. Well, well, well. Hello, party people. Hello, chosen ones. Welcome to season two. I am your host, The Lioness, Felicia. I'm so excited to be back for season two. So much has happened in our world in our nation, um, even personally, to those who have lost loved ones, to the virus, um, I am so sorry. And I pray God's covering and his peace and understanding over you and your loved ones right now. And I pray that he even reveals the relatives that some of you may have lost during this time, during this time in the pandemic. I just pray that God gives you his revelation of what has actually passed down to you. I'm so excited jumping into season two. We're going to really seriously be talking about going back to basics. That's what God has just really been dealing with me on and how I'm not exactly sure how our nation and our world got so off with what and how God designed it to be. Um, But this is definitely a serious moment in history for the entire world. This has definitely been a very serious and trying, uh, soul-searching time for all of us as we walk through um, these days together. I know we talked in season one a lot about how things were being shaken up in every area, how things are being shaken up in every area of society. And that is still true. Um, But as we continue to flow day by day, it is truly my desire that you begin, if you haven't already, that you begin to see things the way God sees them, not only how he sees them, but that you're able to see God in the midst of everything that's going on. So we're starting off with season two, episode one, Back to Basics. And we're going to be talking about in the beginning and kind of paralleling where we are right now compared to where God originally intended us to be. Above everything that you've seen, that you've heard, um, I know me individ- me personally, if nothing else, this time has truly shown me how much I'm actually not in control, how many things are outside of my ability to make them happen, um, to make people be more conscious of one another. I have never seen such a disrespectful, immature attitude um, with people on something as simple as wearing masks. I will probably never understand the fight of, of trying to keep loved ones safe and trying to keep our friends and coworkers and the people at the grocery stores and the gas stations safe. Um, if we all would just take a simple, if we all would just be dutiful or if we all would have been dutiful, what would have happened back in March and April when the entire nation did in a sense shut down and we stayed shut down long enough for most of this virus, at least to leave this country. But I really believe what it showed us in the first half of this year truly was where our hearts are as human beings beings and how self-serving and selfish so many of us um, actually are. To, To see adults, and I mean seasoned adults, 
just defy the simplest request um, from the health industry and from scientists um, to to take precaution to wear masks, you know, and some of us even gloves. And to see the backlash of that truly to me shows the rebellion and the renegade spirit that we have flowing through our nation. And so when we compare that, that made me think about how hard I used to wonder why it was so difficult for people to just be able to flow with God and for us all to be able to be in a position of submission and obedience. And if no, if nothing else, I clearly see how godless our nation um, truly is. Because if you have a problem with something as simple as covering your mouth, covering your nose, I know without question that it is going to be almost impossible for you to obey um, God's simple instructions because many times his instructions are very simple. We think that we have to have all of this Bible knowledge and all of these many years um, in the church or volunteering and all God is looking for are a people who want to spend time with him, a people who build relationship with him. Because the more time you spend in his presence, the more likely you are to be able to hear his voice and obey. When we obey, we are covered. There is there is covering in obeying what God is telling us to do. And we have had an opportunity over this last year just to see how rebellious people are, even with government, local government agencies um, attempting to contain this thing. But I also see it's something in that as well. We have recently had our presidential election, national, yeah, presidential presidential election, um, as well as our electing new House of Representatives and senators in some states. And I will say this at this moment, we're going to dive deeper, <laughs> not only into the election, but what has happened over the last four years under the leadership of President Trump. And I don't want you to look at him as just... <laughs> What he has shown us um, with honestly his lack of character and with his lack of caring for the people is really very symbolic of Americans in general who have chosen to not or who just choose to defy uh, rules and regulations set up to actually keep us somewhat safe. But I want you to be able to look at him as a man. And I want when we're discussing him, I want you to be able to look at even some of your personality traits and character. And we're going to talk about why it is so important that people not only connect with God and build a relationship with God, but to be covered and guided by God so that when we are positioned in high places, we will not see the spectacle that we have come to see in the last four years. So that's the angle we're going to be coming from with politics. And it's not just in the White House. God is about to do something very serious and major, even in our churches. We have pastors who have been running with control and manipulation for far too long. And his judgment is not only coming to this land, it's coming into the houses, the houses of God. It's coming for the church because we can't flourish as people of God if our heads are not 
following and flowing the way God wants them to flow. So we're going to talk about some of the differences and changes that you're seeing, even within the church with our prophets, some of the most well-known prophets who have gotten so off because they chose a man above what God is doing. Something that I've learned um, flowing with God over the last couple of years, you can't just go to him one time for which way to go and not think you're going to have to stick with him as he continues to lead and guide you and lead and guide you into his truths. When he tells us, he may tell us to turn left today and don't go right. But by tomorrow at 9 p.m., he may flip the switch and say, okay, now it's, I need you to pivot. I need you to move to the right. And we have to have such a keen ear to what he is saying above what mama and them are saying, above even at times any spiritual leader. The goal with God and man from the beginning of time was to build a relationship with him to where we could trust and flow in dominion, which means in his power and authority on earth, that is ultimately, well, that's one of the reasons that we are here. But we have gotten so off and placed so many things above him that many of us have polluted ears. And we're hearing all types of voices. You, you, you hear, you, you're hearing your voice. You're going to hear the voices of the people that you closely relate to, who you've allowed in your sphere of influence, who you've allowed in your circle. Then there's the voice of God. How do you know which voice you're listening to? And some of us have been gone away from God so long, we don't even know what his voice sounds like anymore. So we're going to be talking about how do we get back to God when we have for so long just ventured clean away from him. And we've been playing church. We've been playing, you know, little Christianese and churchy words that make us sound spiritual, but we are actually no closer to him than an atheist. So this season, we're going to really dabble into, we're really going to jump into what it means to hear from God, what it means to obey God. And there are going to be moments, even with it, with 2021 coming up, so many of us are about to take one of the, some of the largest faith steps that we have ever had to take in our lives. And you have to be able to 100% know that it is God speaking to you or the Holy Spirit is speaking to you for you to know which way to go, how to move, when to move, where to move, what you're moving to and what you're moving for. Okay. So I just wanted to give a little introduction into where um, we're going to be going this season with our back to basics. We've seen so many jobs being lost. Um, and I, I, I think I posted a, um, I think I had a word of the day a couple of weeks ago when I was uh, that I was up praying one night and talking to God about uh, the stimulus plan and about, you know, the unemployment and so many people are hurting, uh, and, you know, and I couldn't understand. I was just trying to understand from him what he was doing. And as I was getting ready to leave <laughs> my prayer time, um, the Holy Spirit just in a very quiet voice, he says, I am the stimulus plan. I am your stimulus plan. So we have been so conditioned to believe that the nine to five or the career that we have or being an entrepreneur that I have to make it happen and I have to be the one to do this. And we're about to get a serious wake up call, even in the business world, that ultimately God is our CEO. We have to be prepared for what that actually means. Um, we have to be ready to flow with him. 
You all, we are in an entirely new era and where it's kind of like this. Um, You remember when we were growing up and teenagers and we would go out and we had curfew. Let's say curfew was midnight. okay? but we went one time, two times, five times, 10 times missing curfew coming in one o'clock, two o'clock in the morning, three o'clock in the morning. And then there came a night (laughs) when you turn that knob and it's locked and you recognize that your key no longer works to open the door. And all of a sudden it hits you that, oh my gosh, mama and daddy finally put their foot down and they have literally changed the locks to where the old way of me getting in, the old way, the old habits that I had that they had been warning me about for years, it has finally come to a moment where that key will no longer work. That is where we are collectively. And we've had a lot of people, all of us in some area, form, or fashion, have kind of abused a way where it appeared we were just covered with grace and mercy. But I'm going to be honest with you now, we are in an era, we're in a moment in time where your grace and mercy for certain things has run out. And that's the part that you don't hear people really talking about and mentioning. Um, But God has been dealing with me with that, with just in different areas of society where it's about to be some serious shocks and wake up calls. Um, There are times and areas in our lives where God will hide your mess from the public. God will hide your mess as you continue to try to work things out with him, strongholds in your life, Maybe you haven't conquered pornography yet. Maybe you haven't conquered eating the way you're supposed to. There's going to come a time while you're working privately because he's always looking at the heart. So I'm I'm, genu- I'm talking about those who genuinely have a heart and are trying to do better. I'm not, what I'm about to say is not for that group. When I mention grace and mercy running out, I'm talking about individuals in leadership positions from politics to pastors, to prophets, to parents, to spouses, there comes a time and no one really knows that exact moment when your cup of iniquity runs clean over and you go from your stuff being hidden to your stuff being revealed publicly. And that is not a place that any of us want to be. So I strongly urge you, as we're covering different things over the next couple of weeks, idols is probably the cornerstone of what we're going to be mentioning and talking about um, and how to recognize them and how to repent for having them, because some of them can be very seducing. I don't think anybody just wakes up and say, God, I'm going to put TV before you. I'm going to put my job and making money before you. I don't think people just wake up and in our hearts intentionally do that. But when God starts warning us through dreams, when he starts warning us through our health, when we're constantly sick, I used to work at a place I was constantly sick. I mean, I constantly had respiratory issues. I was completely out of balance. I was completely out of order and I had no boundaries between work, Felicia, and home and private life, Felicia. And it showed up in every area of my life. It showed up physically. It showed up mentally. It showed up in areas and way. There would be some moments I was like, I don't know if I'm going to come in. That is not where God wants us to be. So the entire church, if you call yourself a Christian, there is about to be a whitewash in churches 
all over this world. Pastors who have abused their power, who have manipulated people, who are controlling God's people. There is about to be a serious change in what and how we claim to do church. But he's not just coming after the leaders. He's coming out of the, after those of us who have been too lazy to open up our books and learn about him. You can spend three hours watching Sports Center or news, but you can't spend 30 minutes talking to the one who really wants to let you know that within the next two weeks, you're about to lose your job. And he has something else for you if you would just connect with him. That's the place that we're in. So when we're hearing people talk about um, he's starting with the church, he is. But we're going to go a little more in depth based on what I know he shared with me about what that's actually going to look like. It is not by accident that most of our people are at home on Sundays instead of in the congregation. He has purposely pulled you away to see how your heart really flows when you're not just dependent on a man or woman in a pulpit speaking to you. Now we have online church, but outside of the services that you're attending on Sunday, what is your connection with God? The numbers with this pandemic have again reached an all-time high, and this is actually not even the worst part of it. A lot of things are going to get a lot worse, but what I know about God from the time this thing hit, his words to me and even some of those that are closest to me was, I am keeping you and preserving you in the midst of it. That's where you want to be. So if you are attending or have heard of churches where they are trying to pray this thing away, I am very curious to know what God is honestly saying to them um, when we have no one actually coming out and talking about performing miracles of healing those with COVID. You need to seriously question that. Sometimes we can get so used to doing certain activities that sound good, but they're not God in that moment. And so you need to be questioning where you're going. You need to be questioning why you're going over here or why you're going over there. And when churches and people are talking about um, prayer services, um, because we have to pray this away, is that what God has actually said? Because he told me, I will cover you in the midst of this if you follow my directive. And his directive has not led me to go out to be among other people who are also out. So you need to question your pastor. You need to question whomever has you out on Saturdays and Sundays. How many people have you heard them heal and deliver that end up in the hospital? Because whenever God gives you a directive, there's going to always be fruit to prove what he says behind it. So if he's telling you to go to church, then there should be proof that either no one at the church gets COVID or that there has been a healing team sent to those who are or who were sick. And now they have been healed. God is done with the games and the gimmicks. He's done with playing with his people, but the people also have to stand up and we have to take responsibility for who and what we are and what he is telling us to do. And if you are not connected to him by this time of the year, we can no longer just blame those in the church. You have to start. Everything starts with me. I don't care what it is. So we're going to be talking about again, how do we get back to when it was just Felicia and God? How do we get back 
to our families coming together um, as one? How do we come back and get back to the original plans and purposes, not just of the United States of America, but of you and of me? You should ask God, even in your family lineage, God, what was what was the what were the people in my family before me supposed to do? What giftings did you place in them that they did and didn't accomplish that you're now pushing through me? Because in this move that we've just entered, those who follow God's guidance, those who follow God's plans will be the ones that prosper in the midst of everything. I don't care how it looks outside, you will be prospering. And I'm not talking just about financially. I mean, in every area of your life, which was God's, which was God's original intent. We have gotten out of order, but we serve a God of order and he is truly about to whip us all back into shape. So that's what season two is going to be about. Exposing the idols that we may have accidentally placed above God and getting back to the way and how he intended us to flow with him. Okay. So I think that's enough talking. (laughs) Okay. So I think that's enough for today. (laughs) Okay. I love you. You all have a beautiful, wonderful week, productive week, and I'll talk to you soon. Take care. Bye.